everybody. Welcome to the Stepping Off Now podcast. I'm Kendra. Before I start in today, I would like to ask you a favor. If you like my show and you know other people who may like it or need to hear what I have to say, please share it with them. This is actually the biggest thing you can do to support my work, and I greatly appreciate you spreading the word. If you're interested in supporting my show more directly, you can check out the links in my show notes. I would suggest signing up for my weekly digest, and I also have links to my Patreon and Buy Me a Coffee sites. Thank you so much for your support, for listening, for sharing. I deeply appreciate you all being here. And now on to the show. Today I'm going to talk about something that I think underlies <laughs> one of the great challenges of trying to be a creative, trying to be an artist in this world, and that is how do you know how good your work is? How do you know if it's any good at all? Why does this question matter? Well, it matters because most creatives and artists want to share their work in some capacity. So that means that you're not only going to be worried about how it's going to be received, but you may be getting feedback on the work. People may tell you what they think. How do you know whether or not what they say has merit? But another more fundamental reason that it's important for creatives and artists to find a way to judge their own work, or at least come to an understanding about the value of their own work, is because we spend a lot of time on it. We spend a lot of time and energy on our creative work that is time and energy that we've most likely taken away from other things in our lives. We've taken it away from our paying work. We've taken it away from our friends and family, perhaps. Those are decisions that when you live the creative life, you have to make. And those are difficult decisions because for most of us, you know, we're never going to be rich and famous from our work. We're just going to keep on doing our work and <laughs> we may get recognition sometimes, other times not. It's just that's the life of the average creative. We do our work because there's something in us that compels us to do it and it's the only way for us to feel fulfilled and happy in our lives. How do you justify living your life that way, making those sacrifices, asking other people to make those sacrifices for you if you don't know if your own work is any good. That's the challenge that we're up against as creatives, as artists. And this week, I wrote a blog post about one aspect of this challenge and my thoughts on it. And so I thought, you know, I'll do a podcast episode on it as well and kind of expand a bit on that blog post because I have a lot more freedom in a podcast episode to touch on subjects that don't make it into... The blog post, of course, because you're trying to write a pretty tight blog post under 800 words, <laughs> you can't, can't say all the things, right? But I'll put a link in the show notes to that blog post if you're interested, because I'm not going to cover it exactly. I'm not going to read it, for example. So let's start with that basic question. Is my work any good? Is it worth putting out into the world? Is anyone going to care? When I first started doing my blog, which I started... Uh, my blog will, is actually two years old now, my weekly blog this month, and my podcast is now over a year old. I would have cold sweats and heart palpitations and not be able to sleep every time I put a new episode, a new post out into the world. And maybe 
you'll be familiar with this cycle, but I would have days where I really felt on top of the world about my own work. I would be like totally in love with the stuff I was producing and putting out into the world, particularly if I had a really good week in terms of writing or the podcast episode just really seemed to come together. And I would think, oh my goodness, like this stuff is so good. (laughs) And then I would have weeks where I just felt the total opposite of that way. Just like, why am I even bothering? This is absolute crap. I'm so embarrassed. I was delusional to think that I had anything worth saying and that I had any skills whatsoever in terms of writing. This is a well-known cycle of extremes for creatives and artists. And at some point, most of us understand that these feelings we have are not accurate reflections of the quality or value of our work. Because we've been through so many of these cycles that we realize, oh, well, when I've had one of those flowy writing days, I feel like my writing is awesome. And when I'm struggling and really like not able to find the words, it's like pulling teeth. On those days, I feel like I'm an absolute crap writer. And neither one of those things, of course, are true. I'm neither brilliant nor am I absolute shit. But there's a big area in between those two extremes. And so that doesn't really tell you anything, does it? It doesn't tell you how good you are. It doesn't give you any idea of the value of your own work. Likewise, I've been in situations where I've put my work out for review, critique groups and the like. And again, it goes both ways. It's like I'll get comments back that make me feel like I'm great. And then I'll get comments back that really needle at me and hit my buttons and all those little places of insecurity. And I'll be back down in the dumps again. This cycle is exhausting. And it's ultimately always going to be dissatisfying. Even if you have a New York Times bestseller, there's always going to be those people who hate your work and give you bad reviews you're still going to have bad writing days or whatever your equivalent is in your own particular area of creativity. This cycle is never going to end unless you put an end to it. So today I'm going to tell you about what I've done to come to a more realistic perspective of how good my own work is and the value of it. And since I've started using this methodology to judge my own work, I mostly avoid that extreme cycle. I mostly just feel pretty good about my work. I do still have days where I'm totally in love with it and think I'm the greatest thing ever. And I occasionally but rarely have days where I think that I'm the most absolute shite writer in the whole world, you know? But most of the time, I just feel satisfied and excited. That's how I'd really qualify my emotional experience around my work is I feel satisfied and excited about how I can make it better, make the story better, the novel better that I'm writing. Now, that's when it comes to my fiction. When it comes to my podcast and my blog, the major focus for me is being consistent in putting out work that I feel satisfied with. So I'm not really thinking about improving my skills around blogging and podcasting. All of that energy is I put towards making sure that I'm releasing something every Friday. So that's an interesting difference between those two areas of creative work in my life. But 
Of course, when it comes to blogging and podcasting, my work is out there. It's in front of eyes. So there's a lot more stress involved in that in terms of, is my work any good? That question. So the parameters I'm going to give you today for judging your work are meant to help you take your focus away from those discrete instances of judgment, either your own or other people's, based on specific pieces of work. Usually the way we judge our work is based on what did I produce today? Or how do people like this particular piece of work, this blog post I'm putting out into the world? What, what's the feedback? Or what do I think people are thinking? Usually because, I mean, very often you don't get feedback at all. Making judgments of your work based on pieces of your work like this is going to keep you stuck in that cycle of extremes. What you need to do is refocus onto the process itself, the process of your creative work. Why is this a better way to start forming your judgment of the value of your creative work? Well, because that is actually what creative work is. Creative work is not the output. It's not the discrete product that you're putting out into the world. That is the side effect of the creative work. That's the result of the creative work. The creative work is actually the sitting down to do the work, and usually on a consistent and persistent basis, right? Because often creative projects are large enough that you you need to spend more than just one session on them. Particularly if you are living a creative life and you're putting out a lot of work, but no single piece of work represents your full output, if if you know what I mean. For example, I've put out how many over a hundred blog posts at this point? You couldn't take one of those blog posts and be like, okay, this is representative of Kendra's work, and I'm going to judge her the entire body of her work based on this one blog post. Your work is really about the fact that you continue to do it. Your work is a body, not discrete pieces, if that makes sense. It's it's a whole, and often it's an emergent thing as well. So it, it's something that's more than just the sum of each individual part. So in judging your work, it helps to refocus or I, or I would say this is more about broadening your perspective of what comprises your work and moving away from seeing your work as represented by result and seeing your work as represented by your capacity to do the work, to continue doing the work, and to continue to produce work regardless of how good any given piece of that work is. This is why, for me, having a blog, having a podcast is so essential to happiness and fulfillment in my creative life, because when you're writing a novel, that thing might not see the light of day for years, you know, from start to finish. For me, probably upwards of, I mean, I've already been working on my novel for four years. If I decide to publish it, it's not going to be self-publishing still a couple years off, traditional publishing even longer. So you're waiting and waiting and waiting, you know, for this time when it's going to be in front of eyes. That's a lot of pressure, a lot of stress on one small product. This is why I suggest that people share their process, not their products. That's why I have a blog and a podcast where I talk about issues of creativity and this kind of thing, because that allows me to share my work and put it out into the world in a way that well, it accomplishes a lot of things for me, but one of the things that it accomplishes is that it gives me 
a way to judge my own work and understand the value of it in the process rather than in these discrete end results like a novel and and how good that novel is, whether or not it gets five-star reviews, whatever. Another reason why locating your judgments of your own work in process and using creative process as the parameters of evaluating your own work is that your relative talent really isn't that important. We way overestimate how important talent actually is to anything. It's just not that important. Now, talent is something that we associate with outcome, right? So if you're talented, you produce work that is of a certain value. It's excellent work. And we mix talent up with skill as well. So what is talent? What is skill? You could say that talent is something that maybe is a bit a bit innate, and then skill is something you develop over time. Skill is certainly more important than talent, but in general, even skill isn't as important as we think it is. That is to say that you don't have to wait until you've developed mad skills to put your work out into the world, to find value in your work, to judge your work as any good. And the reason is, is because there is no endpoint to that, right? Skill is something that you continue to develop over time, and it evolves and changes too. So when I look at writing that I did 10 years ago, I had certain skills then that I've moved away from, and now I have different skills that I'm, I'm highlighting in my work. So skills isn't this one thing that you develop and then your work is awesome. And another thing about skills is that human beings are wired to just naturally want to improve. We don't even actually have to try that hard to improve. It's something that we will naturally do over time if we keep doing our work. If we're persistent and we're patient and we keep doing our work, our brains are wired to seek challenge and learning. So as long as we continue to feel motivated, which is also something I've written about, I'll put a link in the show notes to my post about motivation, improvement's going to happen. Our skills will develop kind of despite ourselves. We're going to get better. So again, this is something that is about process, right? This isn't something about endpoint. This isn't something about any specific product you're putting out into the world. This is actually about the creative work itself. As long as you are actually doing the creative work, your skills will be improving. And that in and of itself is what gives your work value, especially if you're putting a lot of work out into the world consistently, like a weekly blog post. You'll start to understand that it doesn't really matter if any given post is great or not so great. I mean, we can try not to put crap out into the world. I never put anything out that I think is crap. I don't put something out just to put something out, in other words. But my creative inspiration has never really faltered. So as long as I feel inspired by what I'm writing, to me, that's that's good work. But I can tell, like, sometimes I my posts are better than other times. Sometimes my podcast episodes are better than other times. It doesn't really matter to me because I know that over time, my body of work is expanding, is improving, and that I continue to learn as I go, right? So this is how you can find value in your output that is not based on the relative quality of any specific or discrete item. It's about improvement over time. Or as I mentioned earlier, 
in terms of my blogging and podcasting, for me, it really is about consistency over time. I know that improvement probably is happening, but that's not really my focus. I think a really good example of what I'm talking about here, just to kind of bring this down into reality and show you what it looks like, is Seth Godin. You may or may not have heard of this guy. He is a fairly well-known thought leader in matters of entrepreneurship and creativity. He's also extremely prolific. He currently is writing a mini blog post a day, and he's widely sought out for speaking gigs, and you know he has a lot of books out, and based on traditional measures, he's very successful, right? Now, the thing about Seth Godin is that he's not really saying anything that other people couldn't say. In fact, a lot of people are saying very similar things to him. I'm saying very similar things to him. When he's writing a blog post a day, he's not thinking about, is this any good compared to yesterday's? Is this something that people are going to read and think, wow, is this good? I mean, if he were thinking that every time he wrote a blog post, I mean, that's exhausting. Worrying about that stuff, putting your energy into trying to estimate your work based on those kinds of judgments will sap your energy, and it's a major source of creative block. What Seth Godin is probably thinking is, today, this idea is really inspiring me. I'm going to write about it and put that work out into the world. As he would put it, he's going to ship that work. That's the value of his work for him and for other people, that he's doing it. He's doing it based on what inspires him, what motivates him, and he's putting it out into the world. And he keeps doing that. Why is his work good? It's because of that. Not because he's saying things that other people just aren't saying. Not because he's saying them in some magical, fantastical, brilliant way. It's because he has found value in his own creative process, found a way to harness that while still letting creative flow kind of lead the way, still letting inspiration lead the way, and consistently puts that work out into the world in front of people's eyes. Those are the parameters that define the value of his work and how good it is. Do you see what I'm getting at here? So how good your work is isn't actually about how good it is, if that makes sense, at least not in any kind of conventional ways that we judge relative excellence of work. Because ultimately, those kinds of judgments are purely subjective. They really are. I mean, we can say, sure, some things are better written than others, whatever. I mean, but ultimately, the value of work really is is about how it, it connects with people, how it connects you with yourself, how it connects you with other people, and how it connects those people with themselves and with you and with others. And those are all things that emerge out of creative process, the creative process, the work that you're doing yourself, and then the sort of secondary creative process of people absorbing your work, consuming your work, and the way that it influences the way they see the world, and then their own work in the world. These are the things that define value, not whether or not your work is any good. So let's sum up these parameters that I've given you today about how to judge the value of your work. First and foremost, the most basic of parameters and the most important one, is the work itself. And by that, I mean the doing of the work, not the outcome, not the result. Do you feel good about your process? Is sitting down to do your work today, tomorrow, the next day, the day after that, or whatever your schedule is? Again, it doesn't have to be a daily thing, not saying that. 
Is that something that brings fulfillment, joy, excitement, inspiration to your life? Is it life-giving? Are you following your own inspiration rather than trying to, to guess what other people might like to read or hear? Do you find value in the process of doing your creative work? This is the first parameter for judging your work. The second parameter is about viewing your work as a body of work that is ongoing and always being added to. So now we are talking about outputs, but an evolving set of outputs. So here, the important thing isn't the individual outputs or or even the sum total of the outputs, but the process of creating the outputs and the evolving nature of that experience. So the emergent properties, the improvements over time, the learning over time that you experience as you do these things. You can ask yourself, do I feel that I'm meeting the challenges of my creative work? Is there something that keeps me going that I want to wake up tomorrow and do my work in order to discover, in order to figure out, in order to solve? Do I feel that my work adds value to my life beyond the actual thing that I'm producing? In a sense, you could ask, am I living my life through my work? Is, is doing my work an act of actually living in this world through the expression of the self into the world? So that's the second parameter. The third parameter is actually the most counterintuitive one, and it's releasing of attachment to how good your work is. And this (laughs) is, of course, extremely difficult. And the first two parameters I talk about are going to help you on your way to getting there. But I have one final thought about something that you can try that will help you move from making judgments of your work based on how good it is to based on its value, which is tied to process. And this will also help you when you're putting work out into the world and you start to get caught up on, well, what, uh, what do other people think of it? It helps to get to a place where you view everything you do as a type of experimentation. And again, this is something that is rooted in process, right? Because experimentation is by its very nature, about process. It's about trying something and then trying it again, trying something different, moving forward, incremental, usually improvements or changes, this kind of thing. This will help you understand that any individual piece of work, it could be something that you're putting out into the world or it could just be the piece of work that you're producing today when you sit down to do your writing or whatever your your particular art is. If you view that as experimentation rather than an attempt to produce a thing, a product, it will help you to find value in process and learn how to judge your work based on creative process rather than outcome. So those are my thoughts on how to come to a more stable judgment of your own work, how good it is, what its value is, and This will help you break out of that cycle of extremes where you're just buffeted back and forth by really a lot of things that are outside of your control. Certainly what other people think about your work is outside of your control, but also to some extent our own moods and energy levels from day to day. 
You know, it's, it's just, we are complex creatures and we can try to do everything right, but we're still going to have shit days where the writing doesn't flow. I had one just yesterday. In fact, I sat down and I just couldn't. And that rarely happens to me. So I just sat there and took a couple notes and maybe the whole session probably didn't last more than 15 minutes. Now, old me would have been like, I only got 15 words today or I only did 15 minutes, you know, it would have been very result and product and outcome oriented in my judgments of myself. And I would have let it just make me feel like I was a bad writer. New me, using these parameters that I've outlined today, just kind of shrugs it off because who am I to say that that session wasn't valuable? It doesn't matter that it was only 15 minutes. It doesn't matter that I didn't actually do any writing at all, except for those few short little notes The point is, is I sat down and did my work, and that's how I find value in my work these days. And sure enough, later that night, I was lying in bed reading, and I had all of these ideas, and a bunch of things came together in terms of my plot. That's what creative process is. It's rather mysterious, and it really isn't about discrete, specific outputs. It's about living within that process, trusting it, understanding that The value of your creative work isn't about how many words you got today or how, quote, good your work is. It's about that continued dedication really to yourself because deciding to continue to do your creative work in the face of all the obstacles, external and internal obstacles, is the ultimate vote of confidence in yourself. It really is about your decision that you have value and your work has value. It just does regardless of your relative talent, regardless of your relative skills, regardless of the subjective opinions of other people. It has value because you do it. You keep doing it. And you honor and respect that creative energy within yourself. And you give it the freedom to be what it really is. You don't judge it, in other words. You accept it for what it is and who it is, almost as you would another person who you love unconditionally. And if you can do that with your creativity, your creative energy, your creative process, you will be amply rewarded in your life. You will begin to understand what the true value of your work is. And you'll come to a place where the question of how good your work is, it really is about the value of that process. And that's how you can judge your own work. Thank you so much for being a listener of my podcast, Stepping Off Now. I appreciate you spending this time with me. And I hope that this episode has been useful, helpful, inspiring in some small way to you. I'll see you next Friday. 